Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Amphibia, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Alex Bonia. Hey. And Sarah Potter. Hello. Today, we'll be talking the first uh, episode slash two episodes of Amphibia, the new Disney Channel animated series that has premiered online yesterday, I think, um, and will be premiering on TV next week. Uh, we've been very excited for the premiere of Amphibia, created by Matt Brawley, um, the, uh, I don't know what genre, uh, isekai, new isekai <laughs> Disney show. <laughs> uh, Is that an anime thing? Uh, yes. Don't worry, don't worry about it i have questions mm. uh, for sarah about this later but um the that uh we, the, this will be premiering all of next week on uh on tv and we're just talking the first two episodes here and or beast and best fronds um they're on youtube uh if you ha- don't even have a disney uh online thing i think they're publicly on youtube not sure about country lock or anything um but uh yes we're giving our first impressions on everything and Fibia. So make sure you've checked out these episodes, or if you want to listen to here, if you should check it out. Um, not really spoilers in the first episode, so you could hear our thoughts on it. Check out OverlyAnimated.com, where we will potentially have future Amphibia coverage. We'll see. Um, and you can uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated, or subscribe to us on iTunes to not miss anything coming in the future on OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. Okay, first impressions. Um, what do you think of Amphibia? What do you think of the show, the concept, ev- everything, uh, and any sort of reactions you had to watching the premiere of Amphibia, Michelle? Uh, in general, I'm liking the show. I, I'm kind of wondering why they chose frogs. Not that there's anything wrong with frogs. A lot of frog humor is great. Um, but like, it's interesting. They went with frogs. It's called amphibia. It's a frog thing. So there you go. But I mean, I like, <laughs> I this show. I don't know how to feel about this show yet because we've only seen two episodes, honestly. Um, Anne seems great. I love, I love her voice. I love her whole spunk and her personality. She seems very believable and relatable and like an actual human child, which is good. I didn't know how I was going to feel about Sprig because the um, like the little sneak peek they give us, he's just like so angry at her, and there's no context. It's like, what is happening? These are going to be friends, but. With the context of the first episode, it actually makes a lot of sense. Like, they think she's a monster and she's, like, eating people. But no, she's human. So I I like them a lot together. I I can definitely see them becoming legit friends since they're both kind of odd ducks in their own respective societies, I guess. So that that bonds them together makes sense. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. But I'm still a little confused about how I feel, honestly, at this point. Okay, they're frogs, not ducks, but uh, okay, they're. But uh, they're still odd. <laughs> odd frogs. I think that's the <laughs> odd proper frog phrase. Slash girl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's true. One of them is not a frog. Um, okay. We'll we'll try to sort out your feelings on the show, Michelle, as we go. We'll see if other people have confused feelings as well. Um, Alex, how how would you uh, describe your feelings about Amphibia? 
I'm generally positive. I okay. mean, uh, you you got to go with the perspective that it's the first episodes, right? So like when it's like that, you always have your expectations like kind of guarded. Um, we've been talking about this show for a while on on, on Discord and stuff before we really knew what this was about. So it's been in my head for a little bit. And so now that it finally exists, it's like, okay, time to take it all in. Um Anna and Sprig together are nice. Um, I I enjoy that Anne very quickly is already we're already getting like a little bit into her worldview and like the how that's going to impact to her character later. Um, at the end of the second episode, we we get some intro into actual story, which feels kind of quick in a way that this group feels kind of similar to the DuckTales pilot because that was also a thing where it was on YouTube and it's like the first half is introdu- introducing you to the world and then the second half is like an, an adventure like a, an adventure episode of them working together and then at the end is like the plot reveal. So like DuckTales, the pilot followed a very similar format to the first two episodes of Amphibia and I think it's a good way to dive you into uh, to to hook you into saying like okay like there's something here for me to follow the show with i got the characters we're already uh, getting chemistry with each other and i got story elements to think about so i i enjoyed that and like the smaller details like i just think that the atmosphere of this show is very cozy it's kind of quiet at times but uh, because of that when they do like little fun sound effects, like it feels like that's kind of a unique thing about it. Um, the the de- the design of the of the monsters is <laughs> definitely interesting. So I, I think that there's a lot of little pieces here that are pre- pretty fun, and the two episodes overall, I, I think they they work they work for the most part for me. Nice. Okay. So some positive reactions here from Alex. Uh, Sarah, what say you about Amphibia? Um, I think. <laughs> I'm a little more down on it, but that's because I think these are the first two episodes. I'm not, I'm a little disappointed in the plot choice we took in the second episode here. Like, I didn't really like that. I'll talk about like the specifics later, but I didn't really like the specific plot there. I liked the overarching plot that we hinted at at the end with Anne's friend trapped with the toad. Like that was interesting, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the humor and a lot of the characters, they don't, they seem to be making jokes that are kind of not connected to the people they're talking to. Like, it feels like the jokes are written in a vacuum almost, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't, it feels like we're just making a frog joke and it doesn't matter which character I'm talking to when I'm making this joke. And I hope that we evolve past that because good humor is when, like, you play off each character with each other. Like, and I think that's just because we're, we're, we're being introduced to the characters, but. And, and that's hard with the first episode. We have to learn about the characters and be interesting and entertaining. And I need a little more here still. Like, I like the world. I like the hook of, like, and had this music box and had these friends that weren't that great. And they had her steal and then she opened and now they're there. Now they're in this world. And I'm interested in why this world is like this and the giant bugs are cool. And But I need a little more with the characters right now. I need a little more with the um, uh, the chemistry between the characters specifically. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying with the the, the specificity of the jokes in that. Um, cer- certainly don't think the character's too well uh, fleshed out yet. Um, yeah. Yeah, which a little bit understandable. This is, you know, first first episodes of shows. Um, but I don't know how... Yeah, I, I like Anne. Um, I like Sprig a lot more than I thought. Um, I yeah. guess going, in, going into the show, I was... Um, 
very uh, interested in Amphibia. I mean, it's just a major animation offering from Disney, but also I'm a fan of Matt Brawley's already going into this. And um, I, but the thing is, I don't know like how I felt about the concept, I guess. Um, I feel like this was announced with Owl House and Owl House was like an inherently interesting concept, I guess. Yes. It's like magic. It's like uh, all these, it, it, it seemed, I was like more pulled into it. Just the, this just, it's like, it's frogs. Okay. I don't know. Um, frogs are fine. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, why is it frogs? Like, there maybe there yeah. is like this deep frog lore we're not we're gonna get into with the music box or something. But for now, it's like, why is it frogs though? Because yeah, so that, they're that's cute. The, <laughs> are they? Yes. I think if this was cats, I would be a lot more interested. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, a cat. <laughs> don't don't get Michelle started. That was a mistake. You were the one um, who started it, Dylan. I know. I knew that was happening. Uh, it, <laughs> But that's I think I'm just not sold on the concept. But this like the execution of the world, it's gorgeous. I mean, the whole uh, the uh, the show aesthetically, as evidenced by the intro sequence, which we'd was the thing we're most excited for probably because that's the one thing. <laughs> it was the previewed. only thing we had. For that's so the only thing many we had. Months. The intro song is really good, and I also love the visuals behind it. And uh, we also got introduced to the end credits in in this episode, which I think are also fantastic visually and the, and the music. Um, so it's like the the animation quality is really uh, fantastic. It's the I, I like the aesthetic, I guess, and the music. I guess that's the point, you know. I shouldn't get hung up on the frogs because it's like um, I, I don't know if I would watch a froggy Sakai on its own, <laughs> but uh, that's maybe not the point here. <laughs> got Anne, though yeah yeah and Anne's cool i do like Anne. i think this is a strong introduction um the first episode i was a little uh tepid on but it was an above average first episode for a show um i really actually like the second episode quite a bit um, me too I, I think uh I, I think it was fun i did think it was funny um i think especially the little sister um and uh i think that the bond between sprig and Anne uh was really well developed in that episode even if it was kind of like alex may have said boilerplate i didn't know it followed the DuckTales premiere this closely, but maybe it's like a boilerplate uh, Disney animation premiere. Um, I think it, it worked in establishing Sprig and Anne. Sprig was, you know, it's like, it's a frog boy. How, am I going to like him? No, I actually do like him. He seems frog like a, seems like a good character. So um, I think I think I do think this is like a pretty, a pretty strong premiere, um, but I'm interested to see if the show can draw me in because I'm not as inherently invested in the concept as like like summer camp island we just uh that's also this weekend new episodes came out i'm like i just love the summer camp island world it's so fun um this world i'm like much less sold on so I, i'm i'm interested yeah. to see if the show can draw me in more to this um yeah michelle michelle what's uh what stands out to you from 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 watching the premiere is it the 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 weirdness with the frog world is it the <laughs> Anne and sprig and and the characters like uh what, what do you think is at the top of your mind here oh definitely Anne and sprig Followed by the plot of the the magic. I don't even know if it's music box, but it looks like it has like a little wind up on the side. So I'm just assuming it's something. I I Anne and Sprig are great characters. I think they play off each other well. They're they're very genuine and believable, and they don't feel tropey, and that can be surprisingly hard to pull off. Um, and also to stand out against so many other like just amazing shows we've gotten the past couple of years. I I really like I like. Dylan, me and you both seem to like Sprig more than maybe we were expecting. But I think it's because like he's he's not like I, I guess I was afraid he was going to be like this cocky jerk who like really had to warm up to Anne before he would like take her seriously or something. And that's not true at all. If anything, Anne's kind of a worse influence on Sprig than Sprig is on Anne at this point. And that's because she's, she's got to unlearn some really harmful 
concepts of friendship she's had going on in her own life. But I really like them together. I genuinely see them forming this friendship bond this quickly, even in two episodes. Like, I believe it, and it seems legit, and they just, they vibe with each other in a way that feels believable. And that's, like, really nice, because, like, the characters are what I'm going to stick around for. Like, the frog stuff, it's... It's interesting. I don't know how I feel yet, but like that's not the point. Like as long as Anne Sprigg are good, I'm gonna be good with the show. Okay, yeah, Alex, how do you feel about uh, Sprigg and Anne and their bond? Um, well, I enjoy them together. I- I'll say that I think I prefer Anne to Sprigg right now. I, I think that Sprigg, uh, he's got a bit of the always positive, upbeat thing. Where like right now, it's not bothering me, but I can see it getting bothersome if he sticks to that. But uh, I do think that like Sprig and Anne, when they are like interacting with each other, like it, it ends up working really well, especially in the second episode, and like they have their their teamwork and their uh, deeper conversations about friendship and uh, and like how Anne sees it and Sprig like hesitantly like going along with it but like realizes that he realizes that maybe something's not right here there but um yeah so I, I think that them together works fine I think that Anne definitely has more interesting stuff going on in terms of like uh, as Michelle said like unlearning some toxic ideas about, about friendship and there's definitely stuff to explore there whereas with Sprig I don't think we really have that aside from like the one detail is like well I don't really fit in and in the first episode it's like oh well people see me as irresponsible Responsible. So that's like, you know, very, very basic stuff that I couldn't really get into as opposed to what they put with Anne. So Sprig on his own, I, I still need time to really buy into him. But I, I definitely see the uh, the relationship between Anne and Sprig be already being pretty strong. And that that alone can could, can carry the show for at least a little bit of time. OK, OK. Um, so we're, we're uh, uh, Sarah, everyone's feel. Do you, do you, are you also feeling the Sprig and Anne bond and also, uh, some divisiveness on uh, Sprig as a character? How do you feel about him? Sprig sometimes is okay. <laughs> I guess I, 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 I feel Anne a lot stronger than Sprig TV, mm-hmm. TVH. I like, I like Anne a lot. And I think Sprig, I think Sprig pulls the whole show, um, in a different direction than I like. Like Anne pulls the show in a direction that I like. It's a little more um, mature. It's a little more um, emotional. I think when it, when she, when I'm, when it's just her talk, like when I see like just the flashbacks, like I felt, I understood what her story was. Like I got it. It was interesting. And Sprig, it just feels like he has nothing right now. And again, it's the first two episodes I know, but I would I would have liked if we got a little more to Sprig than just, Oh, he's a little rowdy and he doesn't know how to like, not be a rowdy kid, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want a little more than that from Sprig. Okay, let, let's let's keep diving into Sprig. I think it's an interesting. We're divided here on on Sprig as a character. I feel like rowdy is it's true, but I feel like Sprig is very uh, precious and uh, like I, good. Like he's like he never everything he does. I feel like is good. Um, into I guess the first episode, there's a thing where it's like uh, he's. The, he needs to he needs to prove he's responsible. Um, but in the de- dynamic in the second episode, you know, Sprig's the one that doesn't want to go into into the pond. Um, and uh, I almost feel like um, Sprig is a take on 
the like so we have the the typical male lead which is kind of like uh somewhat of a jerk um in tv yeah. and then we have the the subversion of that where the in in a lot of our shows now the sweet the boy the sweet boys exactly and i'm about to, and my question is michelle i have a nomination yeah. for you to the sweet boys <laughs> is is is, is sprig is sprig worthy um, you know because i think he's not quite in the steven and oscar mold he's a little yeah. bit more of like the energetic mm-hmm. rowdy but i do think at his at his heart what these episodes are telling us is that he kind of has this uh this uh, gentleness and sweetness uh, at his core i i think he is a pending contender to this okay. boy club. <laughs> and that's because so the i will be completely honest the two moments that sold me on sprig the first one was when he he says like you know I, I haven't really been able to make friends ever before you get the flashback to these two frog kids playing and he's like hey guys look and like he's like he thinks he's making a funny joke by like being eaten by the skull, but they're freaked out. And he's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." Oh no! And then he like slides down its skull body. Like that killed me. I honestly thought there was a great moment of just like he he doesn't quite get why like like how to like appeal to the average child his own age because his humor is so different. And like that again, like if. If Anne has these two friends that, like, aren't actually very good friends, like, she kind of seems to struggle in that department, too. So, like, it's a very good reason for them to vibe with each other and to get along so well. Like, they both don't have a lot of friends. They both kind of feel like they don't fit in great. So then, of course, like, yeah, they'd fit in with each other. So, I, like, that for me did wonders for his character. Like, I feel like I really got a sense of, like, him trying to connect and just kind of failing, but not because he's mean. His, like, his humor is just kind of different from other kids. The second thing was, like, when Anne was pushing him to go into the pond, and she's like, you like, aren't you supposed to be my friend? He's like, well, yeah. And he's, like, trying to do the right thing. She's like, well, then you gotta do the bad thing. And he's like, hmm, okay, if this is how friendship works and I've never had a friend, I'll listen to you. Like, again, like, he he's deferring to her, and for me, that makes a big difference. Like, he's not acting like he knows better, even though he lives there. Like, he he's willing to make sacrifices for this new friendship, and that, to me, makes him a little sweeter than obnoxious. Okay, is but I don't think a little sweeter than obnoxious is the criteria for the Sweet Boys Club, which is That's why he's only pending. Well, he's pending. only pending for now. Pending. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. to be fair, Stephen at the very beginning of the was show very was, was sweet but a little obnoxious. You know, <laughs> oh, so yeah. like it can be a development. He's yeah. time to grow. Okay, yeah, I think I think the second episode presents um, this really interesting dynamic between Sprig and Anne, where Sprig um, hasn't really had. They both don't like know what good friendship is, and that's because mm-hmm. Sprig hasn't really had friends, and it's because Anne's friends aren't like uh, aren't, aren't good friends. Um, so they're both. I think like this is it's it's a really good um, position to start their friendship, and where they're both going to learn how to have this good friendship between each other, kind of for the first time in their lives. Um, and that was like a interesting dichotomy that that episode uh, presented pretty clearly. Um, how about how about Anne here? Um, so we're 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 seeing what's Brig, but some some positivity maybe. Um, and we see. Oh, I think we're all positive on Anne so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, Anne, I think interesting for female leading that she does have a little bit of a uh, quote unquote darker side to her. Mostly seems like in from the influence of her former friends. Um, but uh, she's uh, at the very least, uh, I don't know, rambunctious, like uh, <laughs> wants to break rules. Um, uh, also, uh, similarly energetic to Sprig. Um, yeah, Alex, so what, what, what's connecting to you about Anne so far? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, she doesn't. Uh, she's making her own decisions, you know. She's working with with the worldview that she has. Uh, she wants to just uh, 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 do. I mean, like with the second episode, it's like you know, she wants to go have fun in in the lake, no matter what, and. Uh, she she uses what she's learned from her friends to to get Sprig to go along, and like in the first episode, the them like meeting each other, and uh, Anne is like trying to go along with it, and then like the, her kind of shock when she gets uh, um, captured by the rest. It's like, hey, I thought we were building a bond, and uh, so um. Yeah, so I, I think that Anne, ha, they let her go through like a, a variety of emotions. And so it, ma- it makes her feel a little bit filled out already, even though we've only known her for, for two episodes. And uh, she she just and she works with 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 Sprig pretty well when like the team the the action sequences at the end at the end of each episode. Uh, she ends up uh, trusting Sprig at the at the end of uh, the second one where she like lets lets her uh, lets him sacrifice himself and she then she immediately rages out so yeah I, I just think that and like they, they let her go through a lot, a lot of uh, di- different emotions she like does have a couple of, of jokes here and there but otherwise she's kind of like along for the ride so that, that just it's it's early so that you can like project a lot onto her if you wanted to but uh, Anne is but th- there's nothing um th- there's nothing that puts me off Anne yeah and so that's a, a, a great sign okay that's good um so we have um Sarah here's a isekai and sword yes. art online expert um yes. so isekai is an anime genre where someone gets transported to another world um I know I've been oh. saying that. that's what the show is um yeah so I I'm very interested in Sarah's perspective on Anne as a isekai protagonist um to yeah. so explain what that so, is okay okay uh I will mention the worst show ever SAO here sword art online Michelle where oh, yeah. isekai means like where your main character enters a world or is stuck in a different world and they have an adventure there. Like in Sword Art Online, it's an online game. And it's a horrible show. It's very problematic. That's not the point. The point is that Sword Art Online had a lot of tropes in it and it had a lot of these tropes that a lot of other shows, a lot of other isekais use. It wasn't really the source of them, but it was. It did popularize a lot of them. Um and I'm glad you brought this up, Dylan, because I was going to say I can't talk about why I like Anne without t- mentioning Isekai, because... Compare and contrast to Kirito, please. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. Oh. I'm not going to. But I will say that she avoids a lot of the normal pitfalls, because one of the big things in Isekai is that usually the character that enters this world has a couple of things that make them stand out and make them not... Like, this isn't an action show, so it wouldn't be, like, powerful, but they, it would make them important, I guess is the word. But... Here, all Anne has is just that usually if this was a different show, this was like an anime, she would have some kind of knowledge, some kind of like she would like look on this world and be like, what are you guys doing? This is wrong. Like she would have some kind of knowledge from her world that she would use to judge this world and tell them how to do things better or something. And that's not where the show is going at all. Instead, it's just Anne is entering this world and willing to be part of this world and not be a. She, she doesn't want to be an outsider in this world. And I think that's the difference from other isekai shows and other things like that. She clearly just wants to integrate and have friends and just live there. And that's, I think, a better take in this kind of instance. And I like that a lot because Anne just is a – like, she's young. She's a kid. She wants to have fun. And this place is already more fun than the world she came from. And that says a lot on its own. Um, yeah. But 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 she's having she's just having fun here. And that's – 
and I'm glad they went that direction because she could have like gone here and been like, you guys are frogs. Why don't frogs do this or something? And I'm glad they're not doing that. Or she could have something on her phone that makes her special, but it's just, it's just a phone. Like it's, it's, it's fine. Like I really like it. I like this take there they have. Yeah. I think, uh, and already more interesting than every sky protagonist I've ever seen. Um, so that's yeah. a good start. Uh, um, I, uh, yes. Well, uh, and I'll say like, you make, you make an interesting point about her wanting to integrate because we do in the first episode, like get very quickly it's like well i want to get home but i have no idea how and then like at the end it's well i'm stuck here for a couple months well like i guess i'm stuck here you know yeah and mm-hmm. then like second episode we don't really reference it at all so like it, it's basically a situation where she's already like coming to terms with well i'm stuck here so i might as well like you know get get down so i'm i'm fine with 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 that setup of where it's like we know that the eventual thing is her wanting to go home but it's fine being in the background it doesn't need to be pushed in our face the, every episode and i think that's a good decision yeah and that's the other big thing in these guys like either the plot is they're trying to get home and that's the driving plot which is kind of like a not like it, it, it's a very um it's like not a very like uh uh easy to grasp concept like i need to get home like it can be anything and that's just kind of boring i guess because there's no real focus because it's just like i need to get home and, it, and they can just have the plot go whatever direction they want on that path but this is just i want to integrate and we've seen these characters so we know what the goal is she just wants to have friends with the characters we've seen in the first two episodes and that's something after two episodes we can grasp and i like that yeah i think uh so a little bit on the topic of uh kind of where we're going with this um i I'm, i think it's not clear yet how how narrative heavy of a show this is because um the end of the i think the second episode is promising in that we get a clear kind of plot direction both these episodes are one after another seems serialized so far that being said i know a lot of episode descriptions the for the future ones that are airing seem very slice of lifey um but it's it's a little unclear uh disney shows do uh like i I think if this is a cartoon eric show i'd say it definitely is not going to be serialized in the first season this the the disney shows maybe have more of a chance although star you know star was still um episode episode to a certain extent um yeah i mean like what what's what do you think of the plot um is there any anything that comes to your mind in terms of like what you'd want to see from the plot of the show do you even want this to be a plot heavy show like michelle do you think it can succeed um it's more of a slice of life show or do you think we need to get into some more plot here they introduce plot right off the bat so i think it's something that might take um a more prominent focus in the show versus other shows and i think that's actually going to be a really interesting idea because you have this whole component of this object that can transport you to another world so that sets up a lot of questions and and it implies a much bigger world out there that they could interact with potentially later. So honestly, I mean, it's too soon to tell what their goal is and how it'll work. But if this was even like a, a, a 40, 60 or 50, 50% plot to character slice of life show, I think that could potentially work really well. And I really like that. I mean, like, I feel like, that's kind of how like some of Star was for a couple seasons, not the first season, certainly, but like the second season for sure. And that was a really like that was the season I was most engaged. So it depends on where they want to go with it. But I think it could potentially be a, a more plotty show than a lot of the shows we have. And that could be a really good thing because it could balance out the stakes, right? Like 
you you have the the more intimate stakes of like, all right, she's integrating with this town of frogs. You need to warm up to her. She's learning how to be a good friend with Sprig. She's learning more about herself. But then the larger thing of like, oh, is she going to find out the Sasha's in the world and that third girl? And how are they going to deal with that? And then also all the frog magic. Like, what the heck? So... There's like three things already they could focus on. And I like potential and I like that there are places we can go. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I think it could honestly be more plotty though. Is my full takeaway. Yeah. I think, I think the, the, yeah, go ahead, Sarah. No, I I just want to say like, I don't know if it's a fully, I don't know if we should put a lot of stake in this ending part with like the plot at the end of episode two, because the pilot of star ends with, Ludo, it ends with him like going like we're gonna get the wand and buff frog and and toffee and still like that whole season was very very serialized like I don't know like I just don't think we can tell from this we can't tell but I think the potential's there right so if they wanted to go that way like I would believe it and be interested either way yeah and yeah yeah. star season one mostly episodic with maybe some yeah so there's there it was maybe still there's still some plot in it I guess it still ended with with some plot yeah Alex. Well, like Star versus the Forces of Evil, like it doesn't like get back into like deep story until like near the end of that season, and then also Ducktales as well. Like it does the thing at the end of mm-hmm. ep- episode two where it, like drops the plot thread, and then like it does get touched upon throughout the first season, but like in the in between is like a bunch of like you know adventure self contained adventure episodes, and I think that the, a format like that seems like very close to what Amphibia could be as well, where we like we keep touching upon this story that's like developing in the background but the focus is going to be on Anne and Sprig and like developing out their uh, their relationship similar also like Star versus the Forces of Evil the, the first season took its time to develop the relationship between Star and Marco because that was going to be like the center of the show and if that's what Amphibia is going to be too where it's going to be Anne and Sprig so it makes sense for them to focus a lot more time and energy into just like them having fun adventures together that like begin and end and then like every like five or six episodes you touch back onto the overarching uh, story it just like DuckTales would, would would be doing even up to now so I, I think that that's more what I'm going and expecting like it'll be touched upon every ba- once every batch of episodes but I don't expect it to be a thing where it's going to show up that frequently yeah I'm not optimistic for a lot of plot right away mostly from the descriptions also from the there's kind of like network templates that new shows seem to follow for animation networks, which I think I, I don't like because it's not yeah. leading to enough show diversity, but um, not that there, there can't be. And I think there's a lot of unique elements to Amphibia. Um, I, I the, the thing, I think some shows can succeed without having a lot of plot in them. Like Craig of the Creek is the best example. Um, Craig is just fantastic when not having any plot whatsoever. And it was from very early on other shows feel like they really need plot um maybe a good example of that is victor and valentino which we weren't uh, connecting to as much from the early episodes that and that's a show that could totally be awesome if it had more plot in it um i'm worried amphibia is more in the latter category just because i'm not as um invested in the concept like i said and also i think i think another note is the town itself i guess wartwood um it's 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 kind of like a star versi in a medieval town it seems like i'm mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much I'm, I'm interested in that yet um whereas i think the stuff with uh, the other friends and all that all that seems a lot more interesting to me the one thing that 
I think could really keep the show going, though, is the dynamic between Sprig and Anne and their relationship after the second episode, which if we follow the outline that Alex presented is what we'd mostly focus on. So I think that could be good because I really did enjoy the two of them um, in, in, in the premiere. Um, so I think that's uh, potentially a thing that'll ground the show. But um, maybe if we got more to, you know, like, it, it, will this be more of a, a Gravity Falls or more of a, you know, d- I don't know, DuckTales, DuckTales is plot though now, right? Like, so it's, uh, it, Disney shows, I think it as a whole have more plot infused um than than some others uh right away but um gravity falls also though didn't have uh super heavy plot elements for it to it for a while and that was like mm-hmm. seen as like a very heavy plot show but it did take a while like even throughout the entire of season one entirety of season one um yeah so i think i think we'll see on that but um maybe maybe we're expecting it to to take some time here um with with the plot but about about the plot though so the this this the end of uh, episode two i think is is very interesting with we see um one of uh, uh Anne's other two friends sasha is being kept prisoner by evil frog dude um in a castle yeah that's the thing so that's an entirely different location they yeah. have some kind of ordered system outside of this one town and is it evil? Like, it seems menacing. So that's why I'm more excited about potential for plot, because we've already had, like, two, three, if you count Earth, I mean, separate locations to to dip back into characters with. So I feel like that'll make, because, like, I agree, I don't, I'm not totally sold on the town stuff either, but if we get to go to, like, evil castles, like, that piques my interest for sure, so... Yeah, yeah that, that's we, a good that's a good point. This seems to not be in the town, so we could mm-hmm. have other locations here, yeah. Um this this dude's name apparently is Grime, um, from the credits, I guess. Uh yeah. Uh Sarah, how are you reading the situation with Sasha and Grime? I I'm not sure we had like what two <laughs> words. I know, like two seconds of it. <laughs> like for what it seems like is Sasha evil? You know, like uh, she's being kept prisoner she's though. Prisoner. Grime is Grime oh, evil. Like, oh. I, I the bigger thing is like there's clearly something going on with this box and clearly the toads want it for some reason. And that implies to me that there's some reason they want to go somewhere like that, that my, my inclination from this box is that it doesn't just go to weird frog land because only goes (laughs) to weird frog land. I am really confused about this whole setting. Why is there a box that takes you? Where else, where else would it go? Yeah, because it has frogs on the box, so it makes you think it goes to frog land, right? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's like a two-way transporter, so now that it's it's back in their world, they're like, okay, we can go to Earth now. Invasion. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a treasure. You know what what it is? I'm sorry. I know what this is. This is that box from Dragon Tales. Oh, you mean? The, oh, yeah, the yeah, the box with the scale inside. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm curious about what other worlds this would go. Would it go to like Cat World, Dog? Yeah, world? that's like, what I it... thought. But if it had frogs <laughs> on it, I guess not. Unless frogs are mystical, they could take you anywhere. Uh, can, we you, compare, can we compare? Can we compare and contrast to the Kappas in uh, <laughs> Sarazama? <laughs> How about no, no, not not that. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Alex, any Sasha takes? Uh, I think she is very annoyed with her current situation based on her pose at the end there, where she's just kind of like uh, giving a giving a Grime a very mean stare. Um, the, the Grime says something about how like you've been lying to us. There are more of you, so it seems that Sasha was trying to uh, hide the 
I mean, I don't know if she's aware that the other girls are also yeah, have also been taken. That, yeah. yeah, maybe not. But also, maybe she is, she was hiding it because she already gets the vibe that this dude is no good, and it's like, well, I'm not going to rat out my friends because snitches get stitches, and we, which seems like a thing that these the people would have taught Anne in the first place. So, yeah, uh, yeah this. Uh, I, so I think that Sasha is just. I, I think she's innocent for now because she's like stuck in a place that she doesn't know. Um, and gr- gr- yeah, I, I, I like the, now I like the idea that the bots is like some kind of like transporting situation that the, the guy can use for evil, evil purposes. But, uh, there, there's, there's obviously not much to go on here. But, but the thing is that if, if the, if the box only goes to earth and frog land, does that mean the toads are trying to go to earth? It's like, that, yeah. that, like why though? <laughs> Uh, why, why do any like interdimensional travel happen? Like, it, but it like it, this world is so weird. Like, like beauty was weird, but I understood it. This world did, weird, did you? No, but like this world, like I don't have any grasp of why, like why anything happens in in in, in frog world. Well, again, we've only seen two episodes. My thought with the box is that maybe the box has a mind of its own, and it just leaves the Frogland sometimes and shows up in a different dimension. And you can access Frogland from anywhere you find the box, but you can't go to other places except me. See, I see that doesn't actually make sense. I don't know. <laughs> there are only two worlds, but you think if there's a whole world of frogs who talk and wear clothes and have like wheelie carts, that there would be other worlds too. I, I don't I know. Yeah, I know. Like that, that's my other thing. Like, why is it only, like if they, if there's Frogland, there should be other places too. Like, yeah, is is Amphibia secretly just going to be a huge interdimensional show with a lot yeah, of? And this is just the first one we go to. That's kind of what I'm. That's what I'm kind of expecting. We're going to get the spinoff of Reptilia by 2022. <laughs> no, no, but thing, look, to be to be honest, like to 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 have to give weight to this, like there's not a lot of like variety in amphibian i'm not saying that it's a mean thing like like i'm just saying like we have these dense forests and this town and like we had this lake but i mean like there's not a lot of variety to locations you can do with what they've shown us so far and if that's true it wouldn't be that surprising if we go to other equally um specific dimensions with worlds like this and that would be interesting i think I'm kind of digging this. Like, what if, what if the amphibia world is just so kind of generic to us and not clicking as a concept because it's not the real concept? Like, yeah. what? If- <laughs> yeah, like this that. Is- that would well, be good. This is where if, they start. If they just hang out around town and just do normal stuff they'd normally do with like human characters, except sometimes there's like a snakeo in the water. That yeah. doesn't seem like a good enough reason to have it be a frog land. So yeah, maybe it's because they aren't going to stay there forever and they're going to hop around and make it more of an adventure show. Because that's the appeal of going to another world, right? You get to go on adventures and see magic stuff and be a hero. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be cool if we did if we went to a lot of. But I don't. I don't know if that's actually happening. But I will say the amphibia world. I do think uh, the point Michelle made before. This is just like Wartwood that we've seen so far. Maybe there are other interesting locations within um, the amphibia world, and should be noted we establish in the first episode that 
where the town is surrounded by mountains that'll clear up eventually. So maybe they're like stuck in this one location and we do some slice of life stuff for a while. And then like, there's other cool stuff yeah. out there. With- yeah. There's, there's a whole, there's a whole map that the guy pulls yeah. out. So and like, it, oh, yeah, that's true. It, it reminds me of Craig of the Creek, right? Because like yeah. that all takes place in like a forest and there's a map of like different locations in the forest. But at the end of the day, we're stuck in the forest for the entire show, but they make it work. And I, I, I think that we are, Fine. The, the the setting is not the issue here. In my no, opinion. I'm not saying that. I'm to be clear. I'm not saying the setting's bad. I'm just saying like this is. I, I I'm waiting to see more. I'm waiting to see more variety. And I think it's equal. I think the same. I I think my prediction's pretty much the same. If like they get out of the mountains, and there are those very specific locations outside of the mountains too. Like that's equivalent to what I was talking about. Like they're yeah yeah. Like like in Muni, they they're different kingdoms, but they're on the same planet. Like yeah, uh, in Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like that. That, yeah. I could see that. We have cat. Okay. We have cat. We have feline. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to. Feline yeah, yeah. town. <laughs> within within amphibia, there's a cat town or so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They don't need to be animals, but we're inviting that by making a frog world. Oh no, they're definitely um, animals. There's no way they're not. My reaction to the the show being about frogs, by the way, is I'm not the the guy from the good place, the guard who's like super into frogs. Oh my god! Like maybe you would love this show. I love that guy. Yeah, I think of him when I think of this show. Like, yeah, he would. He was just watching that show now. The other, let's hit on the other characters besides uh, Sprig and Anne. I think the main one is uh, Polly, little sister, who uh, sassy tadpole. Um, I think she's great. Yes. she yeah, she, a, uh, she's got the un- undercover killer vibe. Yeah, I don't like it what? at all. <gasps> what? What? You don't like Polly, Michelle? No. Explain. Explain. Because okay, I'm just gonna say I'm so glad that we're getting into stuff with like Sasha potentially too. Because my only other concern for the show is like, all right, we have a main protagonist. She's a lady. She's spunky. That's nice. Are all of her other friends she ever interacts with going to be boys? Because that's yeah. not good if that's true. And she's the only one. Um, so they have Polly. Her whole thing is that she's like really tough. And that's the joke. I don't like that. Uh, that doesn't make an entire character. I think it's supposed to be funny because she's a little tadpole girl. But like that's not enough for me. And Anne is, she's, she's well-rounded enough and has actual stakes and, like, character drama going on coming into it. But Col- Polly feels so one note. I hope she ends up having more to do. Because yeah. just being menacing is not a personality. The same way being a strong female character is not a personality. We need to move past it. So yeah, I, okay. I'm excited for Sasha for that reason. Because if it wasn't for Sasha, all we'd have is Polly. And then Anne and all the boys of the town... And that's just not good. Yeah, I think it's a good point. When we anthropomorphize things, they tend to all be male. Um, I, we talked about this, I think, before on the podcast. Like, uh, uh, random random things that talk are always, like, male. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I think we'll see, we could see development from Polly. I think that's possible. It's a good point. She is pretty one-note for now. Yeah. It is the joke of, like, baby is menacing. Yeah. Um, I, I, it worked, worked for me, but I can understand that viewpoint um, as well. Um, and Other Polly takes? I, I think Michelle, I, I agree with Michelle. She's pretty one note. Like, I think the hot pop is similar. I think he's pretty one note as well. Like, I I, I enjoyed the Polly, hot though. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Polly, though. Like, I liked the jokes. But I mean, right now, she's pretty much just a gag. She's not like a character to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I also think she had, you know, some of the funniest lines. But I, yeah. do, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, we have hot pop. Uh, 
I like Hop Pop. Hop 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 Adaya. Hop Adaya. Hop He's got a good name. Um. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of thoughts on him. Uh, he sleeps with his eyes open. That's yeah, an old that's man thing. Do old people do that in real life? Is, is, is they train for it, maybe. I haven't seen I'll, it. I'll be honest, Top Pop is the main reason why I was down on episode two. Like, like I think he's... Might be possibly... He's just problematic. Like, I don't like him. I, I think he's... Problematic? Like, just think about it, Dylan. He invited a young girl into his house, and then he... <laughs> Mm. Oh my god! Their, so, not... their social norms are not the same. They're frogs. Well, they're still in That's the thing. They all sound like they're from the south. That doesn't make better. Three pumpkin frogs it's, now. He adopted her into the, his, his son, his friends, and they're. I don't like it. I don't okay. like it. They took this girl to his house. He locked her in the house. And the end of the episode wasn't resolved by them saying, hey, we should be allowed to leave. It was resolved by, yeah, it's good that you locked us in the house. It's like, I don't <laughs> like, like and no, the whole the episode that is that okay a, with it. Sarah. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. it. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, And <laughs> I know that's not what they were going for. Like, to be clear, I know they were going for it as a gag. I just don't like the implications of the gag. That's all. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, my main Hapadaya take is he's no Grunkle Stan yet. Yes. Um, so that's, cons- I think he's supposed to be Grunkle Stan, but he's not. Though, so he is, I don't blame him. That. Yeah. Um, anyone else? The mayor, he's funny. Oh, okay. Why are there so many evil oh, yeah. mayors in these shows? Because okay. all mayors are evil, Michelle. We have okay. Mayor from Gravity Falls. Wait, he's not. He's not. Wait, hold on. I, he's not. He's not evil though. He wasn't present. He was just presented as Super evil. Are you kidding me? He had all those rings on his fingers, and he wanted to start the mob. Like he definitely. I guess he does start start mobs. It. That's true. Look, yeah, all politicians are shady by their nature. So <laughs> why are there so many politicians? I just like want to get away from that. As part of my joy of escapism is not thinking about <laughs> terrible people in power. And then this frog mayor comes. And it's like, oh no, he's in the nice show. Okay, he's in the nice show. When you have a medieval town, I guess you need a mayor. Um, but I don't know. I like Steven Rude. I think it was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I see this point. Yeah, I don't know if we've met anyone else to talk about besides that. Um, um that that guy who was like Cajun sounding and was playing the accordion and the, oh, the yeah. our our, oh, our, the our first our first minutes of Amphibia is just some drunk dude getting out of a bar. Okay, yeah. so like, <laughs> really yeah. like diving you into this into this rough and tumble world of frogs. Yeah, yeah, frogs. yeah. Okay. Um, I want. I want to tell you about a terrible take that I had while watching <laughs> the show. I've been saving it for the end. Um, I just want to say I'm not proud of this. This take. This thought. It's more of just a thought that I was having. Wait, wait, wait. Can can I can I predict? Uh, well, yeah. So I was, I, I I teased this uh, this bad take, this bad thought that I had. Okay, so give me Please. some predictions, Alex. Yeah. That that we can ship Anne and and. <laughs> I had that thought watching it, and then when we rewatched it, like Alex, you're like, "Oh, it's weird," but like, are people gonna ship them? They get a lot. I'm of not the now. only one. I was shipping them. <laughs> Why are you shipping them? They're not. Why would you ship them? Look, ship- they're cute. Potential that somebody out on the internet could ship them. Dylan, this isn't Starco. Here's the thing. For oh, context, who, who says? Who says? Context- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we Stop just coming off the end of. 
we're coming off the end of Star, and all I want now is more Starco. So we come into this show, and I'm like, I'm blindsided by these really cute friends. Are you kidding me? What what do you mean? Am I kidding you? This is your take. (laughs) No, my my take. Well, I'm I'm not. I'm not proud of it. I'm not saying I really do ship them, but I had the thought while watching. On our own, like talked about this. We talked about this while watching. And then we all talked about it when we watched it the second time. And this is your hot take. So this is legit now. Like, if more people thought about this independently, it definitely means something. Wow. So we're not saying any of us are, like, happy about shipping. No, but we all happy. had this Definitely thought that happy, we could ship like, them. Yeah, because, is this like, I, I, be, again, is this we, like we should emphasize pl- like platonic friendships are, are fine. Yes, but, uh, you know, yeah, the, the show I, is just that there, there are steps being taken. <laughs> For me, I'm not sure how old Sprig is. Like he, it's very unclear. Age, I think they're the same age. Yeah. Um. Depend. Well, do frogs age differently in it? No, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they're close. He's got to be like. What, what if the what if amphibia is all about this interspecies romance oh, between Anne and Sprig and coming up uh, overcoming the difficulties? At the end of, of season it? twenty, he comes to the real world and turns into a human boy. Well, here's the thing, Michelle. Here's the thing. Yeah. He's a frog. You kiss the frog to turn it into a human. Oh it's, my it's, no! Oh <laughs> god! Dylan, so you think everyone was frog people and then some of them turned into humans in the human you have world? To kiss them. You just have to origins? kiss them. That's it. Wait, does, oh my does god! Mean that Anne's gonna slowly turn into a frog? <laughs> that would be a really interesting plot point. Like it puts a ti- a ticking clock on her getting home, right? Yeah, you mentioned not having webbed feet uh, in, in, in the last episode. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Sprig oh. is Anne's Prince Charming. It's <laughs> he's a frog right uh, now. Well, re- re- related to this uh, is 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 it an isekai thing of like the person who's taken to another world, like is also like the cure to a curse in in the world or something? Like yeah, I feel yeah. like that could be a thing that happens here if we want to make Anne oh, the well, I, most special I, I, girl. They're all humans that got transported to this world and turned into frogs because of like the atmosphere, yeah. like poisons them and turns oh, them into man. frogs. And Anne will slowly turn into frogs. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. Okay. They're all human. Anyway, sh- sh- shipping Sprig and Anne. Sprig's a human boy. You gotta figure out their ship okay. name. Uh, okay, that's a good podcast topic. Um, <laughs> Anne's a hard Anne's a hard name to to combine with. Uh, can, can we have like a frog type name? Um, Spran. Like a, Spran. Can we like give them a word that instead of like doing the combining names, is there like a word we can give them? Lily pad. pad. Yeah, lily pad They're the they're lily pad. Okay, I like. What? I, I don't. Okay, sure, lily pad. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a work in progress title. I just realized I was about to argue that I realized I don't care. So sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Pick your battles. Uh, Now, if you are against this ship, there's also the alternative where you could ship Anne and Sasha. Yeah, but Sasha Sasha seems toxic. I do not want to ship that yet. Okay. We need to provide alternatives because well, there is a legitimate reason to be against the Anne Spring ship, too. What's that reason? Wait, hold on. What's that reason? Gay for each other. Like, they're. Talk to yeah, Sasha and the other one. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, Sasha could be like a Pacifica kind of parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look. Up. So if we give her like two or three seasons, maybe Sasha will come around and then she can be Anne's boo. Uh, for, for the record, the other girl's name is Marcy. 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 Okay. I, I, I wonder about yeah, Marcy. Yeah, okay, I want to get out there. I am standing Sasha already, obviously. She's um, just, I, of course you are, Dylan. She's a big girl. She's such a type. Yeah. She's a, she's a Pacifica type, so I will be standing <laughs> Has her. Has she said uh, a single word? 
blonde. No, but that's no. that's that's not. It takes. It doesn't even take anything. I'm already. <laughs> I'm already. I'm also already standing the Mean Girl from Owl House, and that shows months from premiering. But um, yeah, I think Sasha, Sasha gives the, the villain lady. Yeah, she's so cool. So not Sasha villain, gives a thumbs hair. up when Anne shoplifts. So. So that, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all good. we got. Sasha's misunderstood. Oh, the other one's really the bad influence. And mm. uh, <laughs> Oh, Dylan. Let Sasha own up to her own awfulness. That's what or makes she's it. just a bad person. I'll stand yeah, her anyway. That, it's that's fine. really yeah. interesting. She's just a bad person. That, um, and also, she's like 13, so she's not really a bad person. She's just uh, had some bad, some so not not in a good place right now, but they, they, she can grow, right? Like um, She can grow. Yeah. Okay. Um. So tell us why you're shipping um and and sprig give us a ship name are any of us willing to commit that we we, would never have expected that really i feel like that's the obvious take i'm gonna have for the show Oh man! Uh, I tell you, I blame like we're coming off of Starco, and I also wanted to. We started watching. I started watching Summer Camp, and I was like, "Oh, Oscar and Hedgehog." Let's I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, oh, don't no. ship them. They're not." A sh- I, I have. I want to ship all the friends now in all these shows. Don't do Starco that. See, it. that's why Starco. No, no, don't. Don't. Oh. Okay, don't com- <laughs> is anyone is anyone willing to commit to actually shipping in? No, no. I I will potentially. How are, Michelle? How are you almost shipping this and you didn't ship Starco? How? It's a frog, so it doesn't matter. That's how. What? Uh, okay, it's lower stakes. Okay, yeah, but at least the other ones were both human. No, that, that's the point. Like because this is less likely, she's more likely to ship it. Whereas a more likely ship, she'd be less likely to ship. If Sprig was a lady, like, I don't know if that would change things. It probably would, honestly. Lady it'd probably be more for it. But I'll, I'll still ship it. We'll see what happens. Maybe <laughs> yeah, she'll Michelle. turn to a frog. Maybe you'll turn human. Who knows? Magic's already a thing in this universe. You, magic, so who knows? Is, is Prince, I'm telling you, the fairy tale frog kissing thing. Like, that's that's the thing frogs are known for. Um, So I feel like our ranking of who's most shipping. That seems like a frog shipping. stereotype, by the way. I don't appreciate you I just know, sorry, attaching that, that okay. to the idiots in this show. Okay, I think Michelle's the number one supporter right now. I'll be number two. Yeah. Alex, number okay, three, cool. So okay, that's my ranking of yeah. uh, Anne and Sprig. Sarah just um, wants to be as far away from this as possible, which is also fair. Like a, dis- a distant fourth, yeah. <laughs> a distant uh, fourth. <laughs> okay, so tell us why you're shipping Anne and Sprig. Uh, let's do final thoughts, Michelle, on uh, on our new ship or anything else related to Amphibia. <laughs> I want them to explore more, be it the town or the surrounding world, or to get more Sasha stuff, honestly. I want to see what's going on with her and what her attitude's like, because we've only seen her in flashback, and I want to see her in the frog world doing her own thing and making some waves. Yeah. Sasha Is Sasha the true villain of the show? That would be pretty cool. If she could, like, turn the whole frog society to bend to her will by being a snooty teen, like, that'd be so worth watching. I'd love that. (laughs) Yeah, what if, if humans have some innate power over frogs and that would be a isekai type thing? That would be and, an isekai and, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Anne doesn't want to use it and Sasha wants to use it. Yeah. Yeah, could see that. Uh, Alex, final thoughts? Uh, the sound of this show is just really nice. You know, the intro is obviously something I've been listening to for a long time. Um, like when the frogs hop, they do like a boing noise, <laughs> like out of <laughs> like a stock sound effect. But it's funny to me. And they're like, uh, I think Polly is like eating candy. They just insert like Pac-Man noises. Because, yeah, sure. Yeah. So like, it's just it, it, it's an interesting sounding show and. I am into the frogness of it. It's weird enough that I am I'm I'm for it 
And I think Anne will be interesting to see. I'm actually interested to see more flashbacks too, because the one flashback that we get of like them in the thrift shop, it's like in a very empty neighborhood, kind of faded colors. You get the sense that the world she's coming from is like a bit more run down. And I think that there's some potential to dive to dive there to like give it a bit more of a tragic backstory too so like i wonder Our earth is just empty compared to amphibia brimming <laughs> with green life and frogs what if she's coming from a post-apocalyptic earth and this no, it's like, all the go. all the humans on earth went to amphibia and got turned into frogs no, i like that sure. I, like I love that they could have some kind of like ancestry hidden ancestry between frogs and humans <laughs> yeah so anyway i think that flashback there, there's definitely potential to like use that to, uh, to add some uh, juicy details to to Anne's life and the other humans stuck in here, and uh, yeah, so I, I'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm gonna give this a shot because I think that it's a really pretty show. Okay, yes, agreed. Uh, Sarah, final thoughts. I think this show has the potential to go to a lot of really interesting directions, but I will be very disappointed if we just do like essentially towny episodes in this world. Like, I want us to do something. I want us to see what's outside these mountains. I want us to go to other dimensions, maybe. That's that's less important, just that we see other locations. Like, I want to see that. I want us to have a little more plot. I want us to... I, I want us to bring back Marcy and Sasha in impactful ways and have Anne be impacted by them in impactful ways. And I really don't want this stupid ship you guys are talking about. <laughs> You're the voice of reason. That's good. I'm sorry, we don't we don't make the rules about <laughs> shipping uh, I the will, main characters. I will tell you when there's a good the ship wall. in this show, and there's not one yet. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm not going to try to argue it is a good ship, but it is a ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ship. Yeah, and, and it is a ship. It is a ship that I was thinking about while watching the show. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's my closing thoughts is, uh, it's the ship. No, um, no, it's a, yeah, I think, uh, it's, it, it, we'll see if we like, the, the descriptions are very, uh, are very towny for the next few episodes. I'm interested to see how the show handles these types of stories and if it can kind of replicate some successful elements, uh, that we thought were in the premiere with these, you know, without having explicit plot, uh, episodes. Um, but regardless, it could, it could go directions eventually anyway, cause this is just the beginning of the show. So we will see more amphibia next week on TV, um, 18th to 20th or new episodes. Um, and then I'm not sure about the schedule after that, but I assume it will be regularly airing in some capacity. Um, and yeah, let us know if you enjoyed our coverage, if you enjoyed this show, because that will influence our decision, how regularly to have future podcasts. So please do give us feedback on this, uh, youtube.com uh, slash overly animated in the comments, overly animated.com in the comments there, or come to our discord and post in the amphibia channel at overly animated.com slash discord. Um, and also uh, consider supporting us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Sam, a.k.a. Yosemite Sam. And thanks as well as to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, check out the Summer Camp Island podcast that just went up that just got mentioned. Uh, there's going to be an OKKO OK podcast. There's continued Fruits Basket coverage. All that's at overlyanimated.com. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.